0: Hello and welcome to A Girl in Sweaty Spandex. I'm Lauren Treslow and I'm here to be real and break down the impossible standards of women while turning up the positivity and self-love. Today I would love to dive into the messaging around fitness. Maybe some of the negative body messages, the lovely little technology that is kind of consuming us, you know, Apple watches and calorie counters and how many steps we've been taking. And, you know, do you have your bikini bod yet and airbrush images and just how accurate all of this is and how is it affecting us? And maybe just kind of talk about it so that we can remember what fitness is all about. Uh, I see it all the time. I obviously teach every day, and I see, you know, the stress over the watches and the obsession over how many calories are burned, the counting of calories consumed, and you know, what's the number on the scale? Or, you know, I gained five pounds, you know, this this last fall, and I I, I feel terrible. I look terrible. Just maybe the negative self talk we have with ourselves because we're hearing all this out in the world. Um, it's it's challenging. And I think, you know, not, I wouldn't say the biggest question I get, but a question I get asked a lot is like, Oh my gosh, well, how should I track my workout? And what zone should I be in? And, you know, how many calories should I burn? And, and so I thought, you know, what is fitness for? Is it for the, what you see on the watch at the end? Is it is it for the bikini bod so you can go to spring break and feel like, oh my gosh, I've achieved it. This this is the spring break bikini bod. Uh, is it the number on the tracking board? You know, you're fighting against other people or I shouldn't say fighting, but you're challenging against other people. Like, what is it for? Or is, is fitness for a feeling? Is it for... That that moment at the end where you feel like, oh my gosh, I am I'm a badass. Like I feel so good. I feel like I'm exhausted and got my my hiney whipped, but also like, look look at me. I'm I'm awesome. I did it. Is it for the health benefits? You know how the numbers not on a scale. The numbers maybe cholesterol or you know looking at heart health or you know the diabetic numbers like health, true health benefits that are game changers that give us longevity and, and quality of life. And then the, you know, endorphins, the happiness, the, the, the overall mental health that is obviously hard to quantify. Some of those things I think are why we maybe look to the Apple watch or we look at how many calories are burned and different things like that, because it's harder to quantify. Oh, how did that make you feel? Or what is your mental health state at this point? And so I just thought we should talk about it a little bit and maybe just remind ourselves what giving back to ourselves physically really is about. Years ago when I was, mm-hmm. I guess when, we, when I started teaching group fitness, nobody had their phones like Handy, they were. You know, you kind of put everything in a cubby, and you just went and worked out. And now we've become such a connected society. I mean, I will literally be <laughs> in the middle of like, oh, here we are, side seat, we're lifting and lifting and telling them all the things, and then somebody's just texting away on on their phone, and you are like, wow. But there was a big study done years ago that was, you get twenty five percent more out of your workout when you have mind to muscle versus you know like mind to device so it's like that work smarter mentality versus work harder. There's a lot of things in class, you know, I was doing a glute exercise today and I said, we're here for a while, you know, it's high repetitions by design, but you really have to stay focused because the glutes don't necessarily like to work. They like to be a little lazy, you know, glute amnesia. We sit on our, our glutes a lot and they so, you know, the, the fussy hamstrings like to take over. So I'm like, you really have to be cognizant and and be in tune with your body to get the most out of the, the zone that we're targeting right now, which are, you know, the gluteus maximus, the, the meat of the seat, the booty. And there's no way you can do that when we're so plugged into to everything else except ourselves in our hour and the distractions that just constantly, I had to take my watch off years ago, because I was like, oh my gosh, I can't. There's group me. And then there's a text message and another text message and a phone call and then a random notification. And then, you know, I. by the time you're done with class, you're like, oh my gosh, how many was that? You don't really know because you're so used to them just boom, 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 boom. But I think these, I, I use the word loosely, I guess, these negative messages that are coming in. I think we need to just Go back to the simplicity of it all. And I feel like we need to disconnect from ourselves on the outside world and connect to ourselves in the really deep inner layer uh, parts of ourselves so that we can really plug into our own bodies and leave everything else on the other side of the door. Let it all go. I think that leads to when we feel in tune with our own body, we feel a little more strong, a little more confident. You know, it gets to, we're, we're rolling into winter here and I guess fall and winter. But a lot of messages from the big box gyms and big studios will be like, get your summer bod now. <laughs> and I just, I hate those messages. Because I want us to feel like when we look in the mirror that we feel strong, not that we're trying to attain some bikini bod, because everybody's bodies are so different. You know, I mean, if you just look at it, 10 women, or let's just say 30 women standing in my studio when I'm teaching, obviously we're looking in the mirror, not one body is the same. And so it's hard to have all these expectations forced upon us when there's really, there's not some ideal, quote unquote, bikini bod why can't it just be about being healthy? You know, I I think I've told y'all many times, fat and skinny are bad words in our house. You know, like the other day my son goes, she said the F word. And I was like, oh gosh, you know, he's only six. Like, did somebody tell him the F word? And I was like, okay, well, buddy, what, what was it? And he was like, and he whispered in my ear and he's like, fat. And I was like, Oh, you know, in my head, I was like, "Oh, thank goodness!" And then, second of all, I was like, "Yes, that is a bad word." Thank you. But they're listening, our little people, all the time. So if we look in the mirror and we're like, "Ugh, ugh," you know, that negative self-talk, "I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm feeling fat," blah, blah, blah. You know, they are listening, gruffing in the mirror, huffing, you know, and or allowing others to use those that same verbiage, like. Not using, I think people now think they're like, oh, okay, skinny and, you know, fat's a bad word. I'm not going to call somebody fat. But then they're like, oh, you know, she's thick. She's chunky. Like, like that's better. (laughs) It's insane. I think we have to be really cognizant of the words that are coming out of our mouths because they have huge impact and huge ramifications on the young people for sure. I mean, let alone, you know, I'm 40. It, those words have huge impact on me, for sure. Like, but we have the the cognitive ability to be like, okay. No. I'm strong AF and I feel good. But, you know, my 11-year-old's not going to have that same process of breaking down those words that I do. I think that also hearing words from others about food or oh, you shouldn't eat that. Or don't you know? Let like let's not let people talk to us like that. Let's be in charge of our own our own overall health, and and how people speak to us or about us. Even if it's quote unquote in fun, um, it's not. You know, according to the Mental Health Foundation, four in ten, so forty percent of teenagers said that images on social media have caused them to worry about their body image. And the research found that 30% of all adults have felt so stressed by body image and appearance that they felt overwhelmed and unable to cope. So that's almost one in every three women or people. And those are big numbers. There's a lot of, I think we don't realize, and that's just, you know, obviously just a study, but All those words and all those little tiny nuances that come through, whether it's words or visuals or a little touch, you know, or a poke or a gruff in the mirror, all those add up to really some big negativity. Instead, we might look in the mirror and focus on the positive aspect, or we might leave class and not care how many calories it burned, but how did that make me feel? Diving into the the, the counting the calories. You know, we obviously, we calories on the, what do we burn? But then, you know, real food and, and real talk about food versus counting calories. Obviously, in my planners, I have this little like breakfast, lunch, dinner kind of square box, and every time I give a talk, I'm like, this is under no circumstance about counting calories. Back in the day when I first started teaching fitness, I had an obsession with with writing down, you know, I'd like write down in my little journal, it would say, like, oh, I had a, you know, homemade pumpkin, you know, paleo muffin or whatever for breakfast. And I would write the calories. And at the end of the day, like measure it all out. And then they came out with apps. And so then I used the apps and blah blah blah. But it wasn't fun. (laughs) And honestly, I felt like it. I remember one time, one of my girlfriends, we were at the pool, and she's like, oh, well, let's go have pizza. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) No way, Jose. And she's like, yeah, it's okay to have the pizza. Like, she had a much better relationship with all that and food than I did. she's, you know, eight years older than me. But I was like, yeah, Okay, so say you do add, gain a, f- a five pounds over the fall. Like be cognizant of it, but maybe those five pounds were like the most amazing fun times with your friends. and we just you know need to be more aware of it and and feel it. And if your body feels bad in that state of over five pounds, then maybe address it, but not being so rigid and so stressed about all these numbers and all this, this tracking and all the kind of negative body talk that's kind of thrown our way. Instead, how, how do you feel? Like, but maybe that means we have to stop and pause and take a moment to, to be in those thoughts and, and have the space and the time away from others and other distractions so that we are able to like, how, how did I really feel? There is a quote from this book called Fitter, Faster, and Healthy Skeptic, and it says, Counting calories can be effective for weight loss in the short term, and it may work in the long term for some, but for the vast majority of people, it eventually not only fails, but can also do harm. For starters, it can detract from the pleasure of eating, turning meals into a tedious exercise of tally and food weighing. And that's where I was. That was years ago. But it was like, it it was all consuming. And really, it does detract you from just life. And 85% of Americans from this one survey count their calories in some way or the other. And I think you just sometimes need somebody like, she didn't physically shake me, but she kind of shook me like, hello. How about, how about enjoy life? You know what? You're, yeah, you're right. Food is lovely. So I came back, we came back from, from Europe and I will just get on my soapbox for a minute here. (laughs) It was, you know, pasta and bread and obviously all these vegetables. I mean, we're not huge. I mean, we love a carb at our house, but it's not like everything's a car. We love vegetables and we love fruit. And so we went and there was no holding back. You know, we were there for eight days or nine days and there was no holding back. And Neil came home and I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, back to reality. And he's like, guess how much, guess how much I gained? I was like, I don't know. I'm like afraid to get on the scale. I don't want to. <laughs> and he was like, I, I gained zero pounds. And we just like... We had this really long discussion about food and how everything is so fresh there. And it's, okay, you go to get your bread that they baked that morning. And it's, you could just, you. we saw all the farms because we were kind of out in, in the rural areas too. And it was such a different, like I felt like every time I opened my cabinet and I had had this discussion with myself many times and read things, but in my my stage of life, it was so crazy. I was just trying to, how, how fast can I pack the lunches and can I get everybody out the door? Because, you know, everything's a shit show. And I felt like this was the first time I, like, really heard the messaging and really took it to heart. Like, oh, my gosh, what are we feeding? Our, well, not only our kids, but what am I feeding myself and my husband? And so we came home and, I mean, I, like, I didn't throw everything out like a psycho. Like, I was like, okay, well, let's let's start to regroup here. So I did a lot of research. I w- wrote down all the foods that we eat. Like, okay, what do we eat on a daily basis? And then I looked for alternative ways. So I found two different farms locally. And I know there's, you don't have to find a local, but it was kind of nice. And I found two farms. One focuses on, you know, chicken, eggs, pork. And then the other one is like a big, you know, beef. Because my family loves a steak. And so I found those two places. Then we found we had like a local farmer's market co-op exchange place that has all fruits and vegetables that are locally grown. Now here's the thing. I'm having a hard time making a grocery list now because it's like you have to see what's fresh. And so my meals are more dictated by what I get when I'm there versus me plan everything out ahead of time and then come back and, and make it. But it has. the Oh, and then I found this place online that you can buy, you know, all this re- real food, you know, where I can like, it's in a box. But it's like you can make bread and you can make muffins and all these things that are. are but it's clean eating. And it I've, I can tell you, we've been doing this, I don't know, a few months now. And it. I feel better. I I really do. And I have not gotten on, I haven't gotten on the seal because I feel like, like, you know, your clothes fit better. You feel better. You know, like you look at your plate and you're like, I know where all that came from. I know what's in it. And if it's from a box or whatever, I have scanned it, you know, on one of those apps and it's, you know, it's like thumbs up, thumbs down. And then I've looked at the actual label. I'm like, can I read those words? And so, having this good relationship with food, instead of looking at all those crazy messages on, am I just am I counting a calorie to count a calorie, or am I eating this awesome piece of corn and that came down the from down the street from this farm? And that's what I'm kind of talking about here: is breaking down the messages that we keep getting to just being more in tune and connected with our own bodies. I feel like that can, if we start to shift, it will be it'll be a game changer for all of us. Some surveys from that I, I read, it, it talked a lot about body images, with especially looking at the the younger, you know, the youth and the students, and saying you know, seventy six percent of students say that learning about body confidence in school made them feel more confident about themselves. So talking positively about their bodies, learning to be more confident at a young age and hearing no fat, no skinny, but feeling those those words of, of strength and I feel confident, I feel empowered, made a huge difference, a huge difference. And I think, you know, we look at the youth, but it's kind of reprogramming us as well. How do again, how do we feel versus what are the, all these these numbers saying to us? There's also studies focusing on physical activity and and healthy eating for the benefits in terms of social connection and overall psychological well-being rather than just a, a way to build muscle and lose weight. And that helps us to have a good approach to building up our body image. So studies are literally looking at like, okay, instead of you going to work out because you want to lose weight or build muscle, what if you looked at it as like, oh man, I have like gone there and met this amazing community and have this connection with these people that is just amazing, and my my well being psychologically has improved dramatically. Again, those are no, there's no quantifiable numbers that can can look at that within ourselves, we have to like stop and take a gut check. We got to sit with it. We got to connect with ourselves physically and mentally and and, and see what benefits we're, we're really finding from movement. And think about the messages that we're being fed, you know? Are you not good enough because you don't hit a certain zone or close your rings or or hit a certain calorie burn. You know, I, I googled it like okay, your number on 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 your watch. Like how accurate is it? And like s- some some sites were like, "Oh, it's it's fairly accurate. It's pretty accurate." These were the adjectives like fairly accurate, pretty accurate. You know, one's like not a medical device. Results can be off. You know, no gold standard. It can be no golden standard can be applied because there's no golden formula that applies to everyone. I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's right. Because we're all different. You know, the one said the accuracy of it all is just off. And we're different with different body types and genetics. And I was like, yeah, I love it. I love it. That's like, you don't, we don't know. We don't know. And I think if we, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I feel like we can go, you know, down that shame spiral. Well, shoot. I didn't close my rings today, so I shouldn't close them tomorrow. Or I, I didn't hit my calorie burn, you know, and then it like you, you spiral down and you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't just work out at all. Normally, it's like the the New Year's resolution thing. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm going to hit it really hard. You know, I'm going to, Work out for seven days every week. And then if I don't hit that, then I'm a failure. And I should just say, forget it. But we're looking for a lifestyle change. We're looking for a, we're looking for a happy lifestyle. Instead of just like, I need to hit seven days and close my rings and do all the things just because that's, that's what people say. Consistency is key. Don't we need to not let ourselves fall down that shame spiral? Because when you feel good about something, you'll want to continue to do it. And then all of a sudden, like I've said before, if it's it's not if, it's when. And I say all this because I've been I've been really honest about my body image, you know, issues over the year, having years <laughs> put an S on that. You know, all the babies, the highs and the lows and I just think it's good to to kind of circle it back to the connection within ourselves. Like what are the health benefits? Yes, like physically and mentally, sometimes those numbers you can see, like, oh, your cholesterol's better. But most of them, no. And mentally, there's no way to see. But when you when you start feeling daily life is like a happier and a brighter outcome and you just feel alive in your own skin, yeah. That is awesome. It's also about the connection we make within ourselves and the confidence in that self love factor. And so today I just wanted to kind of bring all those to focus, all the messages that we get fed. And maybe we need to stop and just create our own little messaging within ourselves to make some space to have a quiet time and 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 feel all the feels and see what we're really doing for ourselves. Movement is medicine. It really is in so many ways. And I want us to have that positive relationship with it instead of all the numbers that might be thrown at us or the, or the bikini bod messaging or the you need to be this or how many, you didn't take enough steps today. Instead, let's pause, see how movement can make us feel, and how it can bring us happier and healthier selves. Y'all, thanks for spending time with me today. I would love for you to leave here and take a little time to feel all the feels. It's important. And remember, you are beautiful, and you are strong, and you are always enough. And I'll see you next time.